This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. Not live from Meltdown Comics, it's Two Packs with me, Jeffrey Golden! Welcome to Two Packs, the trading card comedy show, where I open up packs of weird, retro, not ready for primetime trading cards with a funny friend. This week, I'm joined by a hilarious comedian and actor. He's a regular voice on Disney XD's Pickle and Peanut, and he's a regular on Comedy Central's Drunk History. Ladies and gentlemen, Benny Arthur. Woo! Hey, Jeffrey. How are you? Doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah. I feel like I've known you since I've come out here to L.A. Yeah. Asterius Coconuts. That's That's right. That's how we met. Introduced us. Yes. We've been dicking around doing comedy. Lots of dicking around. A lot of dicking around. <laughs> a lot of dicking around. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you, I think comedians tend to have strong opinions on Saturday Night Live. Do you have a strong opinion on Saturday Night Live? Is there an era that you think is the best era of SNL and its storied history? <laughs> well, I guess for me is the late 80s, early 90s, because that's when I watched it all the time. Are we because... talking like Phil Hartman? Yeah, Dana uh, Carvey. Dana Carvey, John My... Lovitz yeah, era. My... Yeah, but on up to Mike Myers and Chris Farley, you know, because I've always like checked in to SNL. I always watch it, but I think Me you kind of revert back to when you loved it as a kid. Absolutely. You There's know? no question. And by so, the way, I wish I had a different answer. That's my, I would say though I like the mid-90s stuff, I tend to be very much about the late 80s stuff. Yeah. I like anything written by Robert Smigel, oh, Jack yeah. Handy, Conan yes. O'Brien. That's like my group, Bob Odenkirk. That's oh, yeah. my group, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also I love the sketches that they used to do that started out with the theme song. Yes, like middle-aged man. And, <laughs> I know. know he's yeah. a comfortable dad. He doesn't <laughs> have a lot to worry about. Yeah, comfortable dad. And also, Iverson on the comfortable dad's face. <laughs> it's like I'm sleeping over here. Yeah, and also my personal favorite was always the Luthor <laughs> of the Hill people. Yep. So I was a big Mike Myers and Chris Farley guy. They were great. Yeah. But we may get some Wayne and Garth trading cards uh, later today. So Actually, I do another podcast that also records here at Nerdist. What? So, yeah. And What's we, that podcast? It's called Sequel Squill, Ooh. where we talk about a movie and its sequels, and we just did Wayne's World. Oh, son of a bitch. Know? Yeah. Was Wayne's World 2 good? Uh, I'm trying to remember about Wayne's World 2. Wayne's World, I have a lot of memories of Wayne's World. They throw a concert, right, in Wayne's World 2? Yeah, Wayne Stock. Wayne Stock, yeah. great. Wayne's World 2 is underrated. Okay, cool. I do think that it's a pretty decent sequel, but, I mean, the first Wayne's World is <laughs> just classic. It's hard to beat. It holds up, too, I think. I feel yeah. like it's still funny even today. Yeah. That and The Love Guru, I would put as Mike Myers' <laughs> top. <laughs> I'd oh, put yeah. those two in, like, his top hits. Well, you know? I, I would say Love Guru is probably the best movie ever 
made. Right, right, of course. <laughs> yeah, the Love Guru, yeah, definitely the AFI list. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. There's so much fawning over Love Guru. <laughs> At this point, I think there's going to be a backlash to all the praise that people yeah. pile out to Love Guru. I mean, Guru. I, I feel like Love Guru changed cinema as a whole, <laughs> you know? Right. You talk about Love Guru, there's before Love Guru, <laughs> then after Love Guru. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like BC and AD, you know? So. Yeah, we're, we're living in the modern post-Love Guru era. <laughs> yeah. Also, the original cast. Yes. You know, it's oh, well, yeah. kind of hard to- You have to, to give props to that crew. Yeah. And also the cast with Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon and all those guys. I think it's hard for me to watch episodes from that era. A lot of the sketches, a lot of the performers, but yeah. like sitting down and watching like an early 2000s episode of SNL, I find to be very difficult, <laughs> kind of boring, yeah, pokey. But I'm sure if you went to high school during that time, then those are your favorite episodes. Which, of course, I went to high school in the early 2000s. Right. I'm not about to turn 40. <laughs> right. Not at all. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, let's go to one of our favorite eras, the early 90s. We've got some trading cards today. From Star Picks, Saturday Night Live, 10 collectible cards. And we can look for Wayne's World cards. Doesn't mean we're going to find them, but yes. we can certainly look for them. <laughs> it would be a shame if they don't have any Wayne's World related <laughs> stuff in that pack. These are from 1992. Okay. I think they're all going to be Billy Crystal cards. Yeah. <laughs> they're all just leftover Billy Crystal <laughs> images. Yeah. Fernando. Fernando and... is yeah. here. And we also have Cone. Heads the movie cards from Tops. Just Ooh. pretty a big brand to yeah. have been doing Coneheads the movie. Does it have bubblegum in it as well? Well, it's it has from five, Tops. It has five movie photo cards, but it mentions nothing about bubblegum. I don't think we're going to get any. Oh, Usually, man. if there's bubblegum, they're not shy about telling you. Yeah. And the bubble gum is very hard and will hurt your gums. And when you chew it, it turns to liquid poison in your mouth. It's <laughs> disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I can't believe they gave that to kids. <laughs> well, because back in the day, it was just hard. It wasn't yes. but over 30 years of the ink from the cards picking up into gum. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. It just oh. disintegrates in your mouth. It's really gross. Not good. The label on the wrapper on Conehead features our two main cone heads touching cones and it says we are scrabnord wow on the, on the label would you uh, describe us as scrabnord but yes we've, we've known each other for some time probably 10 years yeah. right at least I think so, if we're not Scrabnord now, I don't think we ever will be. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did come over to my place the other night, and we tossed rings on each other's heads. <laughs> I know. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Commence rituals. <laughs> Guess gets to decide which pack would you like to open. Well, Saturday Night Live in general, or Coneheads specifically? <laughs> I love SNL so much, but I'm very curious about Coneheads. I don't so blame you. I think I'm going to do Coneheads. All right, hold on. To those there. Okay. Don't open them yet. I'm going to start us off by going into Saturday Night Live. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Live from New York is <laughs> Jeffrey Golden. Yeah. Opening. Benny Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> and Charles Rocket. Yeah, Charles Rocket. Charles Rocket's going to save the F bomb. <laughs> this is a fascinating artifact here. I'm sure you must remember these sketches. 
This is Carsenio. For those of you who don't remember, <laughs> Saturday Night Live did a series of sketches when Arsenio Hall was out where uh, Johnny Carson was trying to adapt some of the style and some of the flair of Arsenio yes. Hall and it was sort of a weird hybrid. And Ed was even the co-host, Phil Hartman playing yeah, Ed. which was terrific. By the way, the borders of these cards are ridiculous. These are like the super 90s SNL opening kind of pets, a bunch of dots. <laughs> And yeah. like some squiggly lines and Xerox, you know, bright blue, bright pink, bright yellow. It's almost as if opening say by the Bell type cards. That's exactly ever. right. <laughs> yeah. You could use exactly the same borders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, there's tell. Zach Morris. There's <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> They're all here. <laughs> yeah. But you have to just scratch the Saturday Night Live images and you see the Saved by the Bell ones printed underneath them. <laughs> On the back, here's a bit of Carcinio's monologue. Oh. Okay, everybody chill. Now, some of you may have heard rumors to the effect that I was on my way out. Well, let's just say this homeboy intends to be around for a while. We made a few changes, a few tweaks here and there, the suit, a few other things. I had this finger elongated. This is my posse. Did you know that, Ed? It's not a band anymore. It's called a posse. Wild stuff. Posse. I did not know that. Wow. Cutting edge humor. Yeah, I know. You know, it reminds me a lot... Sometimes a piece of media captures a really awkward moment in American culture. Yes. I think of Space Jam, where it has this long arc that's built around Michael Jordan's baseball career, which <laughs> we would have forgotten about otherwise if it wasn't for Space Jam. Yeah. And this is, you wouldn't have forgotten that Arsenio Hall existed, but you would never have thought that Arsenio was challenged to Johnny Carson. But only this sketch reminds you that that was actually yeah. happening. Well, I remember very vividly because I grew up in Virginia, so sometimes you would get snow days, right? Right. And, oh, yeah, uh, I grew up in Buffalo. We, yeah. Every day was a snow day. <laughs> yeah, it was even <laughs> in July, right? I remember a couple of times when Arsenio had come out, when we would get a snow day and be like, whoa, I can stay up late. I will watch Arsenio. Right. Because Arsenio was the new hip thing to watch. You know, not right. Johnny Carson. I know. I remember watching a bit Even of Arsenio. Even though I love Johnny. I was never really a Johnny kid. I was into Letterman. I was a big Letterman yes. guy. But I definitely watched some Arsenio and I liked it. I watched a Bill Clinton yeah. on Arsenio. I was like, oh, Bill Clinton's the coolest. Yeah. We'll never regret aspects of his presidency later. <laughs> no, no. We're going to play the saxophone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even Animaniacs had Bill Clinton yeah. playing the sax. Yeah, Bill Clinton plays you the sex yeah. <laughs> What's your first card there? My first card, I remember the episodes where John Lovitz would be dressed up as the devil. That was a great character. He yeah, was a great was, devil. It was a great character, but I didn't really think that was enough of a character to warrant a <laughs> card. <you know? laughs> right. Well, okay. Well, when you're filling out 150 cards, you, <laughs> yeah. know, you better take every running character you got. Yeah, here's John Lovitz as the devil. As the devil, great. Yeah. And because how many times was he the devil <laughs> he, on the show? It was a recurring bit, but I don't. it wasn't the church lady level, yeah. let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, but apparently to the trading cards is right. church lady level. Right, it's, it's equal. Yeah, it says on the back. And by the way, the name of it is just the devil. Right, I don't, yeah, I don't know. think he had a name. Yeah. Hey, crazy devil. Right. Yeah. I think he would have been good as a Beelzebub. <laughs> I think yeah. John Lovitz's devil could 
could have been called Beelzebub. I think that would have been appropriate. But uh, well, listen, it's too late now. <laughs> you know, there's, this is a regret that, uh, yeah. you know, the writers will have to live with. Well, and also Beelzebub is just fun to say. I agree. I mean, the devil is like a ah, devil. You're but, already getting laughs. Yeah. You know. But so, so it says on back. Quotation marks, you reading this at home, worship and become my willing thrall. Ooh. Yes. This isn't a quote of something he said on the show. This, this is, is the, the character, devil the devil, reaching, reaching out. out to you, the trading card owner. Yeah. Presumably so, a child. Yeah, so this child is talking <laughs> to the devil, <laughs> and then it has, I offer you day-to-day advice in running of a hairdressing salon and will advance you $2,700 startup cash prize, your eternal soul. So now, was that something that <laughs> the character would say? I, I think so. It sounds right. Okay, and then the next part is, when your Christmas money runs out, I offer you $50 gift certificate to the department store of your choice. Prize your eternal soul. <laughs> and then I offer you a devil doll suitable for your car dashboard. Price absolutely free. Hmm. So I don't know. Am I getting a good deal with this? Doesn't sound like... Yeah. So I think my soul might be worth a little bit more than what he's willing to shell out for it. Yeah. And also, I kind of don't really remember too much of what <laughs> he would do as the devil. <laughs> right. So. Okay, devil. Uh, I think the two of us are going to have some fun here. We're going to have a few goofs of our own. Because here is Mike Myers as Mick Jagger. Oh, And uh, I believe Kevin Nealon is supposed to be Richards. And the two of them are in paisley blue suits, those old school prom suits. (laughs) Yeah. And Mike Myers is making a face that is very Mike Myers' face. His <laughs> mouth is open, like kind of agape with his teeth all showing, and his eyes are basically closed and his eyebrows are way up. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, if, all, it's like a plastic surgery face. If you could see Jeffrey right now, it'll be like, oh my God, this Mike Myers here. <laughs> right. Where did Jeffrey go? Where did he go? Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Should we read a little bit of... Mick gets married. Jagger was getting married. That's yeah. That's the, that's I the I remember Mike Myers playing Mick Jagger, and also right. there's the famous thing where he played Keith, and right. then Keith came on to play Mick <laughs> during Weekend Update. <laughs> yeah, because I I love the Stones. So yeah. Well, then this is perfect. Who do you want to play, Mick Jagger or Keith Richards in this? I'll play Keith. Okay, great. All right, yeah. I'll start off. Keith, I'm scared. <laughs> But that's a horrible checker. <laughs> but whatever, I'm going with the Keith, I'm scared. What do I do? What's it like? I'll be so nervous. Look, you'll both be nervous, but then that's my Keith. But then you'll remember <laughs> that you love each other and you trust each other and you've had two kids together. Right. Yeah, but I don't know, Keith. I'm afraid I won't measure up to all those other nights we've slept together or to those videos of me having sex with other people. Mick, stop worrying. Whatever happens is okay. Because you'll be together holding each other like you're one person. It's a beautiful feeling. It's hard to describe, really. Pretty much because I'm drunk. <laughs> 
But trust me, you bloke. It, your impression definitely gets more drunk as it goes along, <laughs> which is probably accurate to the sketch. Yeah, well, it's, it's Keith Richards. It's Keith Richards. What else <laughs> yeah. is he doing? Close us up here. Okay, I have this one because we all can remember Stuart Smalley. Of course. Right? I'm good enough to remember Stuart Smalley. Yeah, <laughs> and you're enough. smart enough and doggone dog it. it. People like you. People like him. I read the book. Did you know there was a Stuart Smalley book? Oh, no. Found it in a dollar bookstore. One of my hobbies is uh, humor books, is collecting weird humor books. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, it came out well before any of the political ones that we associate Al Franken with. You yeah. Know, Rush Limbaugh is a fat fuck who I hate. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Stuart Smalley's diary of his life for like a year. And it oh. actually is surprisingly complex for one of these cash-in books. It's, yeah. Oh, shit, a lot of thought was put into this. It's pretty yeah. funny. Well, I mean, he is a senator now, so yeah. he's a very smart dude. Smart, thoughtful you know? dude. Yeah, yeah. I love Al Franken. Me too. Even when he and Tom Davis would do stuff together like, way back in the day. They were, like, they were love it. the two of them were an amazing team. They were yeah. a comedy duo. They were also in Trading Places. Oh, are they really? In yeah. Who are they in Trading Places? They were the two gorilla handlers at the end. Oh my Remember? god, yes. So, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That's a really funny cameo. <laughs> yeah. I picked Stuart Smalley because I think we all can remember Stuart Smalley. I think we could all use Stuart right yeah. now. I think this is a good time. I think the nation needs to heal. We need Stuart Smalley. We need him and, more than ever. And Stuart Smalley is doing his best <laughs> during the hearings right now. <laughs> Even though this will come out March, he has done really well in the confirmation hearings. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you, Al Franken. So it says on the back, Stuart, I deserve good things. I'm entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. I'm an attractive person. I am fun to be with. Yeah. Announcer. You want to be the announcer? Yeah, I'll be the announcer. Stuart Smalley is a caring nurturer, a member of several 12-step programs, but not a licensed therapist. I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Yeah. You know. It'd it, be funny if that said anything else. Yeah. And doggone it. I yeah, just... because unlike the devil card, right. this is a very uplifting thing <laughs> for kids. I like that you picked two that sort of counteract each other. A devil yeah. and Stuart Smalley, one of our better angels, so yeah, to speak. Stuart Smalley's awesome. And also love the two where he had Michael Jordan on and then Charles Barkley mm-hmm. was on. Yeah. They didn't need an ego boost. They liked themselves as Fine. Yeah. Let's take a break and then we'll come back and we'll go to the planet France and we'll uh. visit with the Coneheads. Stick around. Woo! We're back. You ready? Yes. Are we do this? Yes. Let's do it. Conehead time. Conehead time. Okay. Stan it, Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, Lorraine Newman. Lorraine Newman, yeah. Who I've met, and she's awesome. Ooh. Yeah. Now, I have not seen Coneheads in many, many years. Yes. Right? (laughs) I've seen it probably more recently than you. I think I saw it three years ago. 
Okay. The Coneheads movie for the first time. A man and I, my wife, we were watching some bad SNL movies to see what they were like. So we watched Night at the Roxbury and we watched Coneheads, a couple others that we hadn't seen. Ladies Man. Ladies Man. We saw Ladies Man. And yeah, they're bad. They're all very bad. I've never (laughs) seen Ladies Man. Coneheads was the best of the group of bad SNL movies that we saw just because it's so weird. There is a scene that takes place on their home planet that obviously was very expensive to make in the early 90s. And, all right, they spent some money on this. It's crazy. Yeah, isn't... Dave Thomas, doesn't he play the head? Yeah, head? I believe he and, does. And uh, Garrett Morris is in it too, right? Yes. They brought him back. And I remember watching it with my parents. Great. And my parents loved uh, the original SNL. But I will always remember my mom asking, why aren't they doing the Coneheads movie now? Yeah, I know. Well, because yeah. the Coneheads were one of SNL's first popular characters in the yeah. mid-70s. Yeah. So, yeah, it sure took them a while to do this. Yeah, but since the uh, demand was finally there, it was simmering. It's like a slow cooked pot <laughs> that was just bubbling over, ready for cone. So yeah, like ready. America was ready for cone. Yeah, it was the mid nineties. It was a crazy time. <laughs> but actually, since uh, we're talking about Wayne's World, Wayne's World was the originator of the nineties SNL movies. Yes, that's you right. Know, even though Blues Brothers was based off of SNL, it wasn't actually produced by SNL. Right, Wayne's World is the first modern SNL movie yeah, yeah, in that yeah. great canon of films. <laughs> yes. David Spade is in Coneheads. Yeah. Which I forgot. <laughs> so shout out to David Spade. <laughs> but Turnbull gets his facts straight. What is on the front uh, there with the image? David Spade in an office right. attire. He's sort of a sniveling che- immigration agent, I believe. Okay. Someone who's trying to track down the origins of the Coneheads. Okay, so he's kind of like the Suits type of character? Yeah. Like, okay. I think so. Turnbull gets his facts straight, and you have Belladar, and what's Jane Curtin? Again, we'll say Glanzor. Glanzor, yeah, they're pictured them on the back. Turnbull gets his facts straight. A fax just came in, and I think we found them. Seedling's advancing career has brought new titles, new offices, his old assistant, and no coneheads. But Turnbull may have tracked down the long, elusive prey through the New Jersey Yellow Pages. The logo for Meepsor Driving School looks familiar. Right. Ellipses. Hmm. So, yeah. There's a real mystery to unwrap. I like yeah. the back of the Coneheads cards where it's just Coneheads' faces up close. Yeah. And a lot of bright blue and bright pink yeah. all over these cards. Looking at these cards, they're so bright, it kind of makes me want to have bubble gum. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's very strange. I've got a card. So I guess a spaceship at one point tries to lift up a car, and two of the characters are clinging to the car. I think one of these might be David Spade, but they're up in the air, and it says, Cone Encounters. Oh. So he is holding on for dear life to his car. All right. A huge beam of purple light engulfs the Conehead's Mercury Sable. Having traveled across galaxies to rescue the stranded cones, the powerful ore cruiser drops its mighty suction cup and cable. Even in the face of such advanced technology, Seedling refuses to give up, and Turnbull's efforts to stop him only take him skyward as well. Wow. Boy, they should call these Turnbull. 
Turnbull and Friends card. Yeah, I had no idea that David Spade has such a big part. You might say you couldn't have Coneheads without David Spade. Yeah. He's yeah. the real glue that holds this film together. Okay, because doesn't Chris Farley play the boyfriend yes. of the daughter and Adam Sandler's in it? I that's, remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're all there. Yeah. They were conscious of the fact that the SNL people you wanted to see were probably the younger cast, but we're going to Coneheads. Yeah, we're, we're going, Coneheads. going Coneheads right now. I do remember this part. Great. Okay, this is 58 The Hard Way. Ooh. And there's a picture of Dan Aykroyd as Beldar. Beldar. And Jan Hooks. Yes. So shout out to Jan Hooks, who I love Jan Hooks. She was always one of my favorites. Ooh, she's terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great, very funny. Kind of had a little bit of a crush on her as well. Uh, yeah. Did you have a Jan Hooks as Farrah Fawcett poster? Um, <laughs> that one where she imitates the classic <laughs> Farrah Fawcett swimsuit poster. Not no. a real thing, but could have been. Been. Yeah, could have been. been. Should have been. been. Yeah. I, if it was a real thing, I would probably fat it. So, <laughs> On the yeah. bedroom ceiling. Yeah, but I do remember this part because Beldar's thing is that he's a driving school instructor. Right. And Jan Hooks plays this lady who's learning how to drive. Right. But she also has a thing for Baldar. So, yeah. as we all do. Everybody's got a little bit of a crush on Baldar. Yeah, come on. He's a sexy dude. He's sex simple. You know? yeah. We're a Hollywood sex icon. <laughs> yeah, sexy icon, Dan Aykroyd. So, <laughs> but anyway, I pulled this one because I love Jan Hooks. So, I don't know why it says 58 the hard way. Mm. I'm not really sure what that's about. Yeah. Was that joke in yeah, the movie? It's a uh, who knows at this point? So, so deep in, oh, like I'm drowning in quicksand and <laughs> Coneheads trivia. <laughs> you know, I like it when you watch me drive. Apparently, that was a quote from the movie. Right. Like so many before, Gladys Johnson covets the forbidden fruit that is the driving instructor. Ooh. Her <sighs> crushing maneuvers fray Beldar's nerves. But that's beside the point. The righteous Beldar. Beldar has eyes only for his betrothed Cone. It's just not meant to be. You know, isn't it weird that they refer to each other as Cones? Yes. Imagine if you love somebody and you were, you know, I love you, arm. You are my one true arm. I mean, a cone is just part of the cone. They're not fully cones. It's not like yeah. they're like a, one giant cone. Because I'm sure that they, like us, right. we're humans. Right. You know, we don't refer to ourselves as... Head. Right. Or cone. Hair. And hair. I love you, hair. Yeah. I'm sure that there is some sort of species name <laughs> to what the conans are. You would think, but you they know, seem to refer to each other specifically as cones. As cones. But never cone heads. No. Just cones. Right. The wacky world of Dan Aykroyd. Well, I'm going to end on a sensual note. <laughs> we get this a little sexier. This is a Connie. Yes. daughter. And this Ooh. is costumed Connie. But she's wearing kind of a sexy medieval outfit. 
Yes. She's got a low-cut dress with a daisy pattern, a necklace. Her cone is covered with a daisy pattern headdress, but it's very softly lit. This is almost like, I would say, maybe like a medieval porno kind of a vibe. To yeah, it, you that's know? totally what it looks like. <laughs> is she going to medieval times dressed Pro- like that? Probably. As is the custom of Baldar and his family. Yeah. They love medieval times. Every Saturday. Every Saturday they go there and then they watch SNL at night. <laughs> she is native to your plan, uh, uh, country. Like Baldar's outfit, uh, Primat's and Connie's costumes throw the agents off the track. Seedling tries to trap the family with language. Et vous les parlez encore ici en Amérique? As Beldar recommends seafood restaurants in perfect French, a primate hears an odd sound and follows her ears. By the way, shout out to uh, speaking French to Jeffrey. Oh, I'm sure I mispronounced (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also Half, they, if not three quarters of the words on the back they, here. They have French on the back of the card then, right? Yeah, they do, because they're trying to trick them, because okay. they say they're from France, so it's like, can you say some French? Okay. And But apparently, Baldar does speak French, so that covers their tracks. Okay. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for that. Now, we've talked a little bit about comedy history. Yes. Let's talk about history as comedy. Let's talk about drunk history. <laughs> You've been a regular on Comedy Central's hit show, Drunk History, for several seasons now. Uh, Yeah, since the first season. It's the first season. So, Congratulations yeah. on so, that. Thank you. You thank can always, you. You're very lucky to be on that show. It's a great show. Do you like dressing up in completely different outfits in every episode as you go from one time period to another? Or? Oh, yeah. Every single day, it's basically kind of like shooting a short film a day. One day, we might be the 30s and might dress like Chicago (laughs) mob guys. Right. You know? And then the next day, we might be in the Revolutionary War. It's kind of cool to go from different time periods to like that. Times. One consistent thing on the show, though, is that they always have really great comedians on. Have yeah. you, in, over the course of the time, have you ever got to work with any of the awesome comedians that they have on the show? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely perk. huge yeah. for me. Getting to be able to work with people that I never thought that I would be able to work with. I still remember. Let's name drop. Let's okay. drop some names on that table. Uh, Kristen Wiig. That's a big uh, name. Yeah, First season, first week, I think, I'm in the chair getting makeup, sitting next to Chris and Wig, and it's, oh my God. Did I, you make small talk with her? Yeah, a little bit. Were you so. like, you know what you'd be good in? A Ghostbusters movie. Yes. <laughs> I was the one that suggested that. You were the one. So, yes. You were the one. Yes. So, but Will Ferrell's done it. Amazing. Dave Grohl was huge for me. That's cool. You know, Did me- you actually get to work with him in a scene or? I don't think so in the scene, but I got to, uh, to meet him, him and yeah, I like Foo Fighters a lot, but I love Nirvana. That was so much my high school right there. Do you think that's and, everybody who comes up to Dave Grohl who's like, listen, I really appreciate Foo Fighters and what you do, but Nirvana, <laughs> oh my God, Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't want to be that guy. You know? Yeah, I say to be the guy that you want to be. Yeah, but you're only gonna meet these people once, probably. Yeah, you know, you might as well take advantage and say how much they meant to you, you know, growing well, up. Well, yeah, because I'm also in the pilot, which was the Boston episode from the first season, right? Right, yeah. And so uh, Derek basically called me up and 
was like, hey, uh, you want to be in the scene with Wanda Ryder? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. And, no, obviously not, <laughs> yeah. dummy. So at that point, we didn't know there would be a show and everything. So I arrived super early and... There's only two other people there waiting for the shuttle, one on the rider and her friend. And so, you know, I was very nervous to meet <laughs> one on the rider. Of course, and it wouldn't be. Because I didn't think that would ever have another opportunity. I told her how much I love Beetlejuice. Great. And what did she say? She was super cool about it. And she was, oh, thank you so much. You know, but yeah, it's... I also like Beetlejuice because I continue to get residual checks. Oh, uh, yes. Is what, she, is yes. what she was thinking. Yes. But she did talk about how kids nowadays will come up to her and talk to her about Beetlejuice because people our age right. who have kids We'll show, show them Beetlejuice. Them. It's, you know? It continues. It, listen, yeah. a good movie lasts forever. Yeah. A good movie like Beetlejuice or Coneheads. You know, they've yeah. just shown for generations to generation. If I ever meet Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> I will definitely say Coneheads the movie, <laughs> not the sketch. <laughs> yeah, let's you know? be very clear. The yeah. sketches were kind of garbage, but the movie... <laughs> Mwah. Also, another one I love, Dan Aykroyd, Nothing But Trouble. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That movie seems like it was nothing but trouble to make, watching all the nonsense on screen. It's like, yeah. oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, what I mean, this- everyone we've worked with, like, Jack Black is super awesome. Jack Black, who know? was in the original Channel 101, there were original shorts, five-minute shorts, and I think yeah. I remember he Jack played Black ben being Franklin. in one. Yeah, that's yeah. right, being in one of those original original ones. Yeah, Derek did those for Funny or Die. Funny or Die, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so shout out to Funny or Die. Funny or Die. Funny or Die. They TV. They yeah. did Billy on the Street started as Funny or Die too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Billy's super funny. That's great. So, no, it's a yeah. great show. And it gets better every yeah. season. It's one of those. Who doesn't love just messing with people on the street? I know. You know? It's something so. we can all agree on. <laughs> yeah. Here's something else we can all agree on. It's time for trades. Woo! <laughs> I always let guests initiate trade. Is there any SNL card that you would like here? Let me see. Okay. And then you make me an offer for it. Since I love the Stones. Great. I will love Mike Myers and Kevin Nealon. Great combo. Which Conehead? Yeah. Which Conehead card? You know, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go sexy. Sexy. I'm going to go sensual uh, Connie Conehead here. Okay. Cool. That's right. Uh, okay. I love it. Put that one in the cone bank here. Yeah. Lorraine Newman was in the actual movie, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, she's the lady cone. Okay. She's the mom cone. Let me see if there's other. Uh, I'll go next here. Just trying to see if there's any other cone head cards I really like. What would you want for that David Spade card there? Oh, David Spade. I'll take Arsenio. Oh. I was worried you were going to say that. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Carcinio, I love Carcinio so much. Could I interest you perhaps in John Lovitz's (laughs) beloved devil character? (laughs) You know what? Why not? Yeah. I'll I'll take John Lovitz. There we go. I love David Spade, but yeah, John Lovitz. They're both great. Yeah. High School High. Great. Yeah. Another great film. Another yeah. memorable film. <laughs> That's David Zucker, right? Was that his official Zucker joint? Feels like it, for yeah. sure. I don't think it was a full-on Zucker joint, but I think <laughs> it was a Zucker solo. Zucker solo. It's <laughs> yeah. act. Yeah. I can Zucker do it on my own. Piece. Hey, Benny. Yeah. 
Yes. Thanks so much for being here. Oh. Traded some cars with us. Jeffrey, thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yeah, pound so, it. Pound it. Pound yeah. it. And I'd like to thank Meltdown Comics for hosting us, as always. Thank Mason in the booth, rocking it in there. Let's go out on, is there an SNL character whose theme song you like? Lothar. Lothar. Can okay. we do Lothar? Yeah, let's do Lothar. There's big banging drums, right? Yeah. Bum, 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 Lothar of the hill people. Lothar of the hill people. Hello, I am Lothar. Hi, Lothar. Produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. Like the show? Rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners as cool as you. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs Podcast. That's T-W-O. And me at Jeffrey Golden. That's Jeffrey with a G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for you to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. 